Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala bayti al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. I start in the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah 2, Ayah 222. Inna allaha yuhibbu al-tawabin wa yuhibbu al-mutatahirin. For God loves those who turn to him constantly and he loves those who keep themselves pure and clean. With the coronavirus on the loose, there have been many suggestions to tackle it, with tests that are still ongoing for a vaccine and a cure. In the meantime, however, the best weapon against the virus is actually our own immune system. There are many videos out there on how to improve our immune system to help fight the virus and many health regulations to keep us safe from getting the virus. One of the major themes or focus of all the advice is related to cleanliness and hygiene, something which has been emphasized repeatedly uh, in Islam. We find from the ahadith, the narrations of the Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, cleanliness is half of faith or cleanliness is from faith. This can be found in Mizan al-Hikmah, which is a book of collection of the sayings of Rasulullah Now, Cleanliness in Islam or purification can take different forms. One is physical, the other is mental or spiritual, and lastly, environmental. Now, when we look at the physical cleanliness, this is about our general oral, uh, general hygiene and how to look after uh, our bodies, uh, and there's many narrations on this. The mental health or mental cleanliness is um, keeping our mind positive, having tawakkul on Allah, reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing that everything is in Allah's hands subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, and keeping positive and always referring back to words of wisdom. There's a narration on Imam Ali alayhi salam says, when you feel tired or your mind gets tired, refresh yourself by reading words of wisdom. Um, spiritual cleanliness, this is where we, where we purify our soul, our self, which is the essence of the human being, the heart. Now, we do this through our prayer, through our worship, through reading the Holy Quran, to purify ourself, our soul. Now, the focus of today is not on the spiritual aspect, so I'll leave it at that. The environmental is keeping clean the environment around us. That's keeping clean the environment, the planet, saving the planet as well as those people around us. Um, we have to, there's a narration from the Rasulullah that says, a believer is like water. They purify all those around them. Now, our main focus today is actually about our physical. And the focus on the physical is actually about one aspect of it, which is the oral hygiene, your mouth. Now, this is somewhat a great neglect among the Muslims, as well as other than non-Muslims. It's surprising to see that although Islam has emphasized so much, and I think it's the only divine religion that I am aware of that has emphasized so much about oral hygiene, yet you find the worst people or the people among the worst in certain areas and certain places in the world uh, to have bad oral hygiene are themselves Muslims. I remember um, our professor talking when I was studying 
in Glasgow University in the dental school um, that he showed a comparison about uh, people and how bad their oral hygiene is and he showed it uh, based on your race so there were the Asian race, the white race, the black race um, but then there was a, a different category, a specific category about the Muslims, about the Muslim race, according to them. Even though obviously a Muslim is not a race, it's a religion that you adhere to. But the worst out of all the categories in Glasgow when they were doing the review at that time were actually the Muslims, which gives a bad impression about Islam. You can find that the people would look at it and say, oh, the Muslims do not look after the health of their mouth, they don't brush their teeth, uh, and they look in a negative light towards the Muslims. Even though Islam has emphasized more than any other about cleanliness and keeping yourself healthy and clean, and especially your oral hygiene. Now, we find that in Mizan al-Hikmah again, Rasulullah has been quoted to say that Jibra'il continuously recommend me to brush my teeth so much so that I thought he would make brushing teeth wajib, obligatory. Now some people say, why didn't he make it obligatory? In fact, it doesn't make it less important if it is not obligatory. Because when something is not obligatory, when something is not wajib, when something is not, you're not forced to do it, it becomes mustahab. Mustahab means recommended. That means every time you do it, you actually get more reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than if you did something that you had to do. In the sense that you didn't have to brush your teeth, but if you do, you are following the sunnah of Rasulullah. You're doing something that pleases Allah and you get more reward for it. So in fact, it's a way of encouraging us to brush our teeth. Now, What's really important is there is actually a close relationship between your oral health and your overall health. In fact, your oral health is a window to your overall health. So if you want to improve your immune system, you must improve your oral health as well, as it is all connected. There are billions of bacteria in your mouth. Billions. 700 different species of bacteria in your mouth. Every time you drink a glass of water, you swallow millions of bacteria. In fact, even if you just swallow normally, you're getting many bacteria in your body. Now, some are good bacteria that protect you, but others are harmful, and they're the ones that cause tooth decay. But the balance between these bacteria can shift based on your diet and your oral hygiene as well as other health issues. And this can cause the harmful bacteria to take over. So if pathogens or these bacteria overgrow in your mouth, they can transfer to your blood vessels and then onto distant parts of your body. Some of these bacteria, which are specific to the mouth, has now been seen elsewhere in the body and has been associated with a number of different diseases both making the conditions worse or even causing them because of the harmful effects of the toxins and inflammation that came from the mouth. Such conditions are diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, depression, and even premature birth uh, from pregnant women is also linked with your oral hygiene. 
Now what's interesting is a hadith from Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. This can be seen in Bihar al-Anwar. Uh, where he brings 12 benefits of brushing your teeth. Now this isn't in the order of the hadith. I've just changed the order but it's exactly the same thing that the Imam has been narrated to have said. Number one, it is religious to brush your teeth. So you should do it. It cleans your mouth. It pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, it pleases the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It brightens your teeth. It prevents tooth decay. It strengthens your gum. And of course, it's your gum that holds your teeth. A lot of people don't emphasize on the gum. But when you're brushing your teeth, you should also brush your gum, gums, by the way. It adds to the goods. It adds to the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you. Now, number 9, 10, 11 and 12 is very interesting. Number 9, it says, improves your eyesight, improves your sight. Now, when I was reading these narrations, and there's many narrations in this connection where it says, brushing your teeth will improve your eyes. When I first read it, I thought, how can this be possible? But actually, recent studies have shown, and a study in 2006 at the Harvard Medical School in Boston believes the link between dental hygiene and glaucoma Glaucoma is a condition of that affects the eyes and your eyesight. Could be that infection and inflammation at the base of your tooth could release inflammatory agents which travel to the eye and lead to the development of glaucoma. So actually leads to the condition that affects your eyesight. Subhanallah. Number 10. Imam Sadiq says it improves your memory. Brushing your teeth improves your memory. Once again, how can it be linked to your memory? You're just brushing your teeth. A study published in Science Advances in January 2019. Specific bacteria from the mouth can move to the brain. Once in the brain, the bacteria release enzymes that can destroy nerve cells, which in turn can lead to memory loss, and eventually Alzheimer's. SubhanAllah, 1,400 years ago, they were telling us of these narrations and the links between our oral hygiene and our general health, and specifically about these things, our memory, our sight, and now it's been proven and shown. Number 11, it improves your appetite, and number 12, it removes mucus from the digestive system. And of course, there are studies on how the bacteria move into your gut and how they change your gut bacteria and how this affects your digestive system, affecting your overall health. Now, for those who are exercise enthusiasts, we all know exercise is healthy and reduces our blood pressure. But the activity of bacteria in our mouths may determine whether we experience this benefit or not. A recent research in September 2019, so very recent, in Science Daily, where an international team of scientists has shown that the blood pressure lowering effect of exercise is significantly reduced when people rinse their mouths with antibacterial mouthwash rather than water, which shows the importance of oral bacteria in cardiovascular health, in the health of your heart. So you can see the link once again and how the benefits are there or how the benefits are reduced if the bacteria in your mouth are shifted or changed uh, as in this example. 
So how do we improve our oral hygiene? It's actually quite simple. We need to just maintain the habit of brushing our teeth twice a day. So two times a day, once in the morning and once at night time. And flossing every day. Allama Tadadaba in his book Sunan al-Nabi, which talks about the traditions or the way that Rasulullah used to do things. He narrates a hadith from Imam Ali from the Holy Prophet which says the one who brushes his teeth twice a day has perpetuated or has continued the sunnah of the prophets. SubhanAllah, the advice of today in our day and age is brushed two times a day. And the prophets from before, from the beginning, and the Holy Prophet and Imam Ali is telling us, brush your teeth twice a day. This is the sunnah. This is the tradition of Rasulullah So first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to sleep. Remember to brush your teeth and this will affect our overall health. And if you have any conditions, infections in your mouth, pain, problems, don't delay. Go see a dentist for this can affect you and your overall health, not just your teeth, which some people seem to neglect. I hope that helps. And this is just a few advices. So we started with Surah 2, Ayah 222, and we end with the number 2, which is brushing two times a day, inshallah. And sallallahu ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad.